0: What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's
1: in your hey, hey, hey! It's Ty. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Mike.
0: And welcome to another episode of the It's Not Your Diary podcast.
1: So, guys, we love what we're doing, and we believe that God definitely is working through us. And as we're on this walk towards generational healing, we'd love for you to walk with us. So, if these episodes are helping you out in any which way go ahead like subscribe and comment and go ahead and share
0: thanks guys we hope you enjoy this episode hey mike
1: what's going on ty
0: nothing much how's it going
1: it's going pretty decent over here can't complain but snow is in the atmosphere which is wild
0: Yeah, that's crazy. How is this snowing in April?
1: You know, these wild times. These are some wild times, I tell you. Mm-hmm. I think tomorrow we're supposed to be in almost in the 60s or something like that. Really? Yeah, it is what it is. I ain't going outside either way. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I did have plans to be in the yard a little bit to do yeah. some work, but... Yeah, I guess not. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Hopefully I might like go on a walk around the
2: block, but mm, that's yeah.
1: about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do some of that too. But but what's up guys? How's everybody doing? Hope you guys are all well. And uh before we get started, we just wanted to recap uh give a little recap of last week's episode. So go ahead, Ty. Could you uh give the listeners a little recap of last week and what they might have missed?
0: So, if y'all didn't listen, I think y'all should go back and listen. But if you don't have time, we talked about generational trauma and we talked about how trauma basically affects the generations today, trauma that our ancestors dealt with hundreds of years ago. And we talked about toxic stress and how that actually can change the brain chemistry. We talked about how situations that our ancestors went through, we also, well, also has changed our genetics, which is why some of the things that we've been going through, they're actually very hard to break because we're basically um, breaking those generational curses and we are changing our entire bloodline like what we're doing has never been done in our family and it's our responsibility pretty much so that sums up a little bit
1: yeah guys (laughs) Yeah, that's just a summary. It was deep. It was, it was pretty <laughs> it was. deep. It, it really uh, was a blessing uh, to me. And uh, for those who did tune in last week, I just got a little encouragement. Uh, actually, I was just looking at this little wristband that I had and Romans twelve two 2 says, uh, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is good and pleasing and perfect and the perfect will of God. Uh, and I just think that that, uh, scripture resonates well with generational, uh, healing and trauma that, that, you know, we may be in these cycles and these patterns that our, our families have been in for mm-hmm. generations. Uh, but God is able to renew and transform us so that we can, uh, not just, you know, present ourselves as you know, and know what is good and pleasing to him, but also just, you know, have that healing and transformation within our heart so that when we walk into, you know, life where we're doing it, uh, so differently that we haven't done before and it brings so much joy and peace within our heart. So I just wanted to encourage you guys with that, uh, real quick. And, uh, also, shout out to our listeners. Um yes. our, yeah, we gotta give a shout out to it to you guys. Um there's we have people out in Missouri, California, New Jersey, shout out to New Jersey. I know who you are out there, Pennsylvania, New Mexico, Virginia, Indiana, Ohio, Arizona. Uh, Ku- Kuwait. Kuwait and so many more uh, through this podcast we've been able to reach out to seven different countries and 50 cities all over the world uh, so it's just such a blessing uh, that this podcast is reaching so many ears and we just really hope that we'd be able to continue to progress in what God is doing within us so that we can bless you guys and may you guys continue to transform out there and just use this as a tool to, to help navigate you in the direction that God is leading you guys in towards your generational healing. So it's just really been awesome. Uh, Ty, you got anything for our listeners?
0: Yeah, I just really wanted to say thank you, like from the bottom of my heart. Like, I really appreciate all the support and thank you for sharing and just thank you for tuning in every week. You guys don't have to be here listening to us. So we just really appreciate it. And we actually want to get to know all of our listeners a little better and we want some feedback from you all, you know, cause we want to definitely be able to keep doing this work for God. So if you all can go on to our website, we have and... a
1: website,
0: yes, so we yes. have a website. So yeah, you can go onto our website. It is it's not your com. Super simple. Go on there and you can actually subscribe to our email list. It'll ask you a few questions and you go ahead, and submit that to us. And we'll actually be sending daily journal assignments out to you all. I know um, at the end of the episodes, we normally give you all the assignments, but we want to make it super simple. You'll just get them in your email every morning. Or every night, depending on where you are in the world. Definitely let us know what city you're from on there and you can, yeah, just... Leave your testimony if this podcast has helped you in any way. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes if that's where you're listening from. And yeah, we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yes. Yes. Follow us on IG, on Twitter at It's Not Your Diary. Give us a follow uh, because there's been great content that's been being produced on there. And uh, it's just a a great way for we can engage with you guys. And uh, we've been hoping to engage with you guys all through there. As well, so yeah, go ahead uh, and hit that follow button uh, and subscribe to us, please.
2: Yes, please.
1: <laughs> so, with that, I mean that's already a happy thought. Uh, that that's already some good, some goodness already. And yeah. so, but that leads us further uh, a little closer to our next segment, which it will be we we named it happy hour last time but we changed mm-hmm. it up because it's not really an hour so here's the happy thoughts segment and this segment this is where we just talk about the good things that are happening in our lives uh, especially during this quarantine season uh, just trying to encourage you guys all and hoping you guys can find joy uh, during this time as well so Ty uh, do you have anything uh, worthy of any praise anything that you can shout about?
0: I do so I'm just super, super happy right now about some things that I have happening in my life. I don't really want to speak on it right now because it is a little early, but I will say God has really just been working in my life and my family's life. And I've just been really grateful to just have this time to like focus on the podcast more and just be with my family. Like I really just love spending time with them, being home all the time. I love being home so right now like just being home having nothing to do has just really been a blessing because I'm able to like I just did a 15-day fast and it was a business boot camp class and it was just so much fun like learning because I love to learn so that was like one of the highlights of my week last week and Yeah, just being able to soak in everything that God has in this time, you know, fasting, praying, studying and preparing for the podcast. I mean, that's what my days consist of. So it's just really been a blessing. So, yeah. Yeah, How about you? What's making you happy right now?
1: Well, I got to say, being able to like see the growth in my family, especially my brothers, like mm-hmm. uh my older brothers, man, it's just been really great to see how God is working in their lives. And where you know, seeing where they're at in their spaces and just seeing how they're growing. It's been so encouraging to my faith. And also shout out to my little brother, like that young man, he's 16 years old and you know, uh, it's been hard for kids to to miss sports, you know, to be out of school. Uh, but this kid is uh, really putting in some work in basketball and, like, Just seeing him also just grow in terms of helping around the house, it's it's just been really great to see. So I'm just really proud of of his growth and, Mm -hmm. you know, really just looking forward to seeing more of it. So that's one thing. Another thing would be Easter service. Uh, We had Easter service here at my house. And uh, me and my uh, older brother, Joe, we actually like both felt led to to have Easter service and so it was very nice it was kind of like on the fly because we thought about like we like met up two days before just having fellowship and then we talked about hey so what are we going to do for Easter and we got to be able to you know get the family together and then it was like one like my grandparents came over unexpectedly which Mm -hmm. I at first I was like not really happy about it because I'm like why aren't you at home like please uh but you know after that i was like you know what they're here so let's make the best out of it so like seeing my grandparents that was like such a blessing uh my grandma is hilarious Mm -hmm. and uh i love her so much and she's taught and she taught me how to make uh homemade tortillas so that's like me being able to provide in a way for my family through that and Mm -hmm. you know aside from serving and you know being on my housewife status and cleaning uh, but me and my brother got to run Easter service, which was great. We got to be able to uh share what Christ meant to us in our life. And then the I think the, the greatest thing so far, like throughout these weeks is that I woke up uh a couple of days ago with my first neck hair. And, <laughs> and- <laughs> I kid you not I walked out the bathroom like feeling like such like a, I can't believe I was I'm so corny I walked out walking out like I was Vince McMahon or something I don't know if you know who that is or of McGregor like just like walking chest out and everything just like I was like oh my goodness I caught myself I was like oh my goodness boy you are so lame but yeah I'm just it was just really cool to see my first neck hair. <laughs> so yeah yeah it's been all good at the house I'm really happy that's
2: good.
1: that's
0: good I'm glad to hear that it was good
1: yeah so that's the end of that segment and uh Ty you know this whole season you've been dropping these complex questions on me mm-hmm. and uh I think it's time for me to give you to give you one and I think this is gonna be a I think this is actually a pretty great question so Tell me what's more toxic to our society, believing that you are great and deserving nothing but the best or believing that life is suffering and no matter how hard one tries and achieves, you can't escape death or the pains that come with it.
0: Uh, the first
1: one. The first one is more toxic to society.
0: Oh, more toxic to society. Mm mm-hmm, Mm hmm. Yeah, the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah? Why so? Yeah,
0: because then we have this idea that life is just supposed to be amazing all the time. mm, mm, mm. And, and that's not reality. Like, yeah, life is amazing, but... We have emotions for a reason. Like if life was just going to be perfect all the time and great all the time, it's just like, why, why would we have all these emotions? God didn't give us all the emotions that we have to be happy all the time, for things to feel good all the time. We have them so that we can go through things so that we are able to grow and to reach new heights in life and to fulfill our purpose. So I like that. I think the sooner we accept that things are just going to always happen, but how, how can I get my mental health in a place to where when things happen, they don't affect who i am you know they just affect my emotional state
1: mm.
0: when things happen or, and,
1: and just they just really ex- affect like circumstances like the outside you know what i'm saying right you know
0: yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like just accepting that like you will be sad sometimes things will make you sad mm-hmm. people are mm-hmm. gonna pass away like that's the whole point of life mm-hmm. you know and it's mm-hmm. accepting that They, the world is going to be what it is, but what can I do to make it a better place? Even if it's just by picking up the garbage that you Mm. see out in front of your house, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like.
1: I like that. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said that because that's kind of where I, that's where I was like, if we all adopted this, this thinking that life is suffering, you know, mm -hmm. which it is like there's, that's reality. Life is suffering Mm -hmm. and. So if we all adopted that I feel like we would all be more understanding and with yeah. that and with that understanding there'll be more love there'll be more kindness mm-hmm. there'll be more you know mercy and compassion on other people rather than you know thinking that I'm super great and I deserve the best so therefore mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to have you know, nothing to disturb my peace. I, you know, I can't have it, you know, I will will not allow it. But the thing is that you don't really have that control. Mm -hmm. In a sense, you can only really control, yeah, like you said, your mental state and, and, and and whatnot. But it's like, you can't escape it. You know, there's no escaping reality that life is suffering no matter Mm -hmm. what. So it's like, if we adopt this thinking, I feel like we, you know, we as a unit, of people will be more kind and understanding to one another.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. So, but that was, that was my complex question. That's something that I was thinking about, you know, as I was doing uh, this week's research uh on, our topic Mm
2: -hmm.
1: of that we have not yet revealed, Uh, but we are going to in a second as we get to the quote of the day. So, Tyra, can you lay it out for us, please?
0: (laughs) Yes, the quote of the day is from yours truly, and I wanted to let y'all know that Toxic, this word that has come about in the past year or two, it has really become like a fad. And we use the word loosely without even knowing the true understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we really want to be able to shed light on what toxic, and I'm putting up the little finger air quotes, like what toxic really means and how we can cope at this time with toxic things or toxic situations. We'll break it all down, like all the different types of toxicity and all that good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, so it's going to be a good one. Definitely uh, not as deep as the other one uh, as no. last week's episode, but definitely no. this is very, I think this is very important. One of the things that drove us to talking about this topic is that we did talk about toxic things. Uh, you know, things yeah. in the last week's toxic episode. So, yeah, yeah, toxic mm-hmm. stress and, and such and such. So, so go ahead, Ty, lead us, lead us into it.
0: So, like I said last episode, toxic, of course. Is poisonous, which means causing or capable of causing death or illness if taken into the body. Some synonyms, if uh, some people aren't familiar with toxic, that might help you are deadly, fatal, lethal, mortal, venomous, malicious, vicious, spiteful, or bitter. So mm-hmm. those are a few synonyms. And then
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's a bunch of different I would say when you just look up toxic, you'll find toxic substances or chemicals. You'll see toxic uh, stress, toxic diseases, toxic situations or relationships. I think that's the main one that has been going around. And I actually saw um, On Twitter, there's like this thing going around where everybody's like, oh, my toxic trait is that I eat an entire gallon of ice cream by myself. And I'm
2: just like, <laughs> what,
0: what is this? Yeah. But... Yeah, I just think it's, um, in a sense, it's kind of a dangerous, not a dangerous, but it's like a serious word. Like if something is poisonous and like that hurtful, it's like, why do, and I understand like sometimes we do try to make light of different things, but then it also like social media has like a huge impact on a lot of people. So it's like people are seeing this and they're making light of it when it's like, no, like this is kind of serious,
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: And let's not change the meaning and get people thinking that, oh, you're toxic, so I can't be with you, or you're toxic, you're a toxic friend, or, you know, there are situations where it's like, People are really in toxic situations and they don't even know because social media makes it seem like such a light thing. But then there's also light situations where people are thinking like, oh, this is toxic when it's not, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, where do we find that balance? And that's why we kind of wanted to talk about a few few different types of what toxicity is and um, how we can kind of keep an eye out for different things. And the first one that we want to talk about was toxic substances and chemicals. And I thought this was super important because one thing that I learned was that we use a lot of chemicals that have toxic chemicals in them in the United States and a lot of different countries like Europe has banned like over a thousand chemicals and the US has banned like 17. So it's like a lot of these chemicals have studies. And I'll just give you one, for example, like baby powder. They know that the talcum powder is linked to cervical cancer, but You still see them selling products with talcum powder. They still sell baby powder, you know, and this is not a wide known thing. Like a lot of people, we don't really have access to this type of information. So if we can bring you all this type of information and just kind of help you understand and bring light, this could really save someone in your family years from now. I'll actually give another example. Fragrance is actually in like, almost all products. And some of my hair products, I know when I started using them, they didn't have fragrance in them. But mm-hmm. now since the company is, has become like a big company and their masks, um, it used to be like a small company that they put in Target. Now she's blown up. So they find ways to decrease the price that it costs to make the products. And then they start adding like fake synthetic products like fragrance for the smell because they're not using the natural mm. um things that that she used to use. And I just realized that because I started using it on Jack's and I'm like, this is an organic product. Like, why? And then I looked at the ingredients and they had changed the ingredient. Mm. And I'm just like, like so many of the products that we use have these chemicals that cause skin irritation and like deodorant with aluminum in it. Like it has taken me so long to find deodorants that work because the deodorant with the aluminum in it, like they don't work for me because it's technically like not healthy. You know, it it like irritates my skin and stuff. So just being aware. And I'm actually, once you all sign up, for the emails, I'm actually going to send you all a list of products. And I just say, like, be super aware of what you're putting on your skin and what you're putting, like, like brushing your teeth with, cleaning your house with, carpet, like, floors all those things and like i said like uh in season two the beginning of season two i'm swapping out like all my products and Mm. i'm almost done swapping them all out i think i have like i still have to use a lysol and alcohol of course but i actually we'll get to that later but anyways there's an app you can actually use too um, how to Avoid Toxic Chemicals. There's a free app called Think Dirty. And you can basically scan the barcodes or you can look the product up and it'll tell you if it's hazardous or if it's like um, like a neutral, like it's not hazardous, but it's not super safe. So you can kind of um, figure out like what you want to change out, what you don't. And even if we do get rid of all the products and even if we are able to swap out everything. We also have to keep in mind that the water that we shower with, I know in Illinois, the metal pipes are old. So they have like some small like lead and copper and um, all those things. I mean, it's a small amount, but still you wash up with it, you wash your food with it, you know? So it's like, we have to figure out what we can control and then what we can't control. We just pray over it. So pray over the water. And it's like, this is why it's kind of good to know these things. So then it's like, okay, well, I know if I'm using this and I'm eating this, and I'm doing this. So it's like you have to have a balance. So by swapping out some of the things that you use every day, like making sure your toothpaste doesn't have fluoride. I mean, making sure, you know, your deodorant doesn't have aluminum or just scanning everything and figuring out, okay, this is cheap. I can easily swap this out or like my dish soap or the hand soap you use or like body wash or whatever it is. And just those small things that you can change, change them. And if you can't pray over them, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just good to have the awareness to know and not to really freak out about it. Right. Yeah. Basically, we just want to be able to educate everybody and bring awareness to just something that we don't really think about. Cause even mm-hmm. we know our foods have toxins in them. Like they spray even the fresh foods that are grown with pesticides. So it's like, knowing what's happening and kind of just being aware, not being, you know, controlling or overthinking it, just like being aware, okay, when I bring my food home, I'm going to wash it with vinegar. I'm going to store it properly. I'm going to just make sure that it doesn't mold quickly or, you know, whatever it is that you can do to kind of help.
1: Yeah. I even, uh, stopped taking, uh, like stop using like whey protein and like certain types of protein. Cause like even that stuff, that's not even that's uh, over time. That's not really good for the body. Like I'm, I, I'm just like all natural protein now. Yeah. We, when it comes to food, I've, I've really been cautious about my intake on that. I got to, when it comes to the products though, uh, right. I haven't really been giving much, uh, attention to that. Uh, but I'm definitely going to try to be more aware of that. Honestly, I haven't even really been putting on deodorant lately because I'm just like, dude, I don't even need to. I'm not going outside. Yeah. <laughs> but uh,
0: Lime uh, juice. Have you ever tried that?
1: Lime Did juice on you know? my armpits? Mm-hmm. Oh. Just get a
0: lime. That's what I used to use a lot of the time, but... You know, girls shave a lot, so that's not really good to like shave and then you forget you shave and then put lime juice on there. It just burns mm-hmm. your skin, which is also not healthy. So, right? Yeah,
2: right.
1: that. Yeah, I would encourage you, ladies, to just grow out the armpit hair. Just grow it out. Just grow it out.
0: <laughs> it feels weird. To it's kind of. I don't know. You
1: know it's kind of sexy to me. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's it is what it is, but uh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just good to know, like who who's gonna teach us? You know, that's why we're here to shed light mm-hmm. on right. these types of things, so people can just be a little more educated.
1: Yeah, you gotta be aware of all these snacks, these fake snacks. Like, if you if you still eat that cheese, that melted cheese, that's been made for twenty five years. Oh my goodness. <laughs> please stop what you're doing right now and just go pour some vinegar down your throat please or something no i'm just <laughs> saying don't do that don't do that don't do it. All right, have a side of vinegar a little bit that'll help but yeah yeah i'm just saying I like
0: use that for everything.
1: if you're still you if you're still like intaking these these corner store products that are just not good for your body it's just like please i'll pray for you you know what i'm saying like i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna uh Everything bash moderation. you moderation yeah i'm not gonna bash you, know? you for it you know <laughs> i'm not gonna bash you for it but it's just like please be careful like be please be careful um i, I know uh we had you you were talking about some of the Toxic, uh, like the synonyms for toxic, though, and uh, honestly, it's at the end of the day, it's just another word to to say. Like when someone says, "Oh, you're toxic," it's just another word to say that you're a sinner. At the end of the day, oh. at the at the root of it, like when you're just saying those things,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm just like, wow, that, doesn't the Bible just describe all of these uh, these terms? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so you know, I mean, I guess it's a nicer way to put it because when people, you know, say, oh, you you know, you're a sinner, you're a sinner. They're like, oh, you're judging me. You're judging me. And it's like now toxic can be thrown out there and people would be more open to like not (laughs) to not, Mm -hmm. you know, blowing a gasket, I guess. Um, But yeah, it's like I'm really starting to hate this word toxic because I feel like people use it like so loosely. Did you not know that I'm uh, imperfect being you know like
0: mm-hmm. we talked about the toxic chemicals and the substances that are out there and the apt to kind of counteract mm-hmm. the toxic chemicals okay. but you know we also have <laughs> the toxic situations and toxic relationships mm-hmm. okay and-
1: well uh i'm sorry mm-hmm. before we get into that uh i wanted to touch on uh another form of toxicity that i had uh researched that i mm-hmm. had found uh so before we jumped into the relationships i wanted to touch on uh something that i had found which i thought it was very interesting and it's called uh stoicism toxicity mm. and uh Just to be brief here, it's from the American Psychology Association. These are, this is, uh, these guidelines that they have put up and just full disclosure. No, I did not go and read the whole article, uh, but (laughs) I did do some research, uh, but mainly, psychologists uh began studying the ex- the experiences of women through a gender lens and studies show more and more that the study of men needed that same gender aware approach mm-hmm. the main thrust of this uh subsequent research is that traditional masculinity marked by stoicism with uh which is uh, you know traditional masculinity is competitiveness dominance uh dominance aggression in a whole is harmful not just to society but to us as males so uh before i dive a little bit deeper into this uh there's two types of stoicism there's a lower case stoicism and there's a capital letter stoicism with an s and ty uh i was touching on this a little bit so uh i wanted i wanted to ask you know you listeners as well which one do you think is the harmful? Is it the lowercase or the uppercase stoicism? So I'll go ahead and read both definitions. Okay, lowercase stoicism. The endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. In other words, you know, patience, forbearance, resignation. Capital letter Stoicism, an ancient, an uh, ancient Greek school of philosophy founded by Athens. This school taught that virtue, the highest good, is based on knowledge. The wise live in harmony with the divine reason that governs nature. So uh, it's the lower, it's the it's the lowercase Stoicism. When we think, oh, we're just going to suck up this pain of these feelings that, you know, we feel or want to express, uh, but we're just going to, you know. Forget that noise and move, move on forward. And, and, and yeah, we cover it up with, uh, patience as if we're being patient, but that's, that's not patience at all. You know, that, that's tolerance. We're just mm-hmm. tolerating that. And patience is, is way different when we're able to express that to, to express our hurt to other people. You know, and know that even though, you know, I'm still expressing that I'm releasing this and I'm being patient during this time of whatever conflict is going on, I'm still able to 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 display real stoicism by having the knowledge and, you know, delegating properly these feelings of what really to do with them and, and going forward in, in a, in a healthier way. So the definition of the philosophy type stoicism at its core is to distinguish what you can and cannot control. Once you do that, uh, these things that you cannot control shouldn't affect you negatively. Stoicism is a philosophy that helps one deal with your emotions through a step by step process that's helped So you deal with one's emotions in a healthy way. And a quote that I have from this is from Marcus Aurelius. Uh, You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Now, now, before we go, uh, if you wanted to talk about this any further, Ty, I mm-hmm. just also wanted to touch up on, you know, as believers in Christ, uh, I don't want to put too much emphasis on this. I believe this, that, you know, there's two different types, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, being stoic is, is great when you are in line and in step with the spirit, you are able to do it. You're able to, to handle your emotions well. You're able to express them well in a healthy way. And you're able to, uh, you know, proceed in steadfastness and endure through whatever trial you're facing, what circumstance, be it circumstance. and And so, like, I just wanted to say that yes we we do have the power to control this, uh but I feel like we've really been marinating ourselves for too long uh in the the lowercase stoicism, which mm. is uh is a is a like a fleshly thing you know it's it's not really of the divine to really hold that in and to put on this machismo that nothing uh is really bothering me. Uh, because that stuff just builds up over time. And like one of the characteristics of traditional masculinity is aggression. And that aggression builds up to, uh you know rage and that rage is ungodly. That's the type of rage that killed uh Abel uh, with Cain. So we have to be really aware and really cautious uh when we are in relationships uh and with other people. But yeah, I, I just wanted to, to encourage you all to like, yes, we have this power over the mind, we'll never really have true power if we're not in touch with the divine. Mm. I, I wish I could repeat that, but I think you should hit that rewind button that 15 seconds. When I think it's, yes, we have power over our mind, but we'll never really have control unless we are in touch with our divine. It was something like that. But yeah, uh we had to remember who is really in control and who, what mm-hmm. and where our power really stems from. And that is God. And God yeah. is the one who helps us to live this healthy life. And even in the definition of the capital letter Stoicism, it talks about the wise live in harmony with the divine reason. The divine reason is the scripture. The, uh, I'm getting a little bit too deep, too, mm-hmm. a, a little bit uh, too far off. Uh, on this uh but yeah i thought that that this uh this is definitely something that not only men have been struggling with but i feel like women are also picking up on this uh type of stoicism to where they're not really uh yeah they're 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 displaying that lowercase stoicism ty do you have any thoughts on on what i just said
0: uh, I- I I really think like based on the episode last week that we all deal with trauma. So I think we all in some way have like the toxic traits or the um, just like the broken parts that we have to heal from. And I agree. Like it's not just men or women. It's us. As Mm. an entire world, and and I do think that's why sometimes social media can be a little dangerous, Mm. you know, because we look at this and it says, "If I have to teach you how to love me, that's toxic." Oh my! Like I'm not gonna deal with it. Just that's like an over-exaggerated example.
1: (laughs) That's wild. Like that. Be when I see these things, they they just make me want to throw my phone. But I just got another one so I'm not trying to
0: do that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's just I think it just sets us up and that was like another reason why I really like why God really put it on my heart to start the podcast. It was because I was seeing so much like that. And because I was having conversations with people and it was like this idea that if someone hurts you, that you should hurt them back. Or someone says something to you that you should get them back or like, like this tit for tat thing. And like you said that that's very immature,
2: very abusive.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's just like a way that sometimes we are raised, sometimes in different families. Like if you do something, like it's like, Oh, well, I'm gonna do this. And it's it's like a lot of who we are stems from previous generations, you know, and it's like, well, where did they learn that? And then it's trying to figure out like how to give people grace and how to like how can I still love you? And still deal with this, because, like I wanna love you, but I understand you're hurt, and i but I still wanna be there for you because you know I'm willing to go through this with you, and it's like we all have different parts of us that the world doesn't really see, but then mm. on social media, you have them telling you that like somebody else's actions is toxic, right, but you haven't even. Face who mm, you are because mm. who you are isn't posted there but mm. because you can't see a mirror on Twitter you only see when you read things they only really correlate with everybody else unless it's something good
2: ooh that's because it.
0: then if it's something bad it's like oh well, I don't want to see that let me unfollow them
1: mm. if this
0: if this touches me oh you you tweeting about me now but this has that had nothing to do with you but
1: ooh, that's
2: Yes. It's like you
0: take it personally because who really wants to see the mirror on their timeline? It's like, no, blame mm. it on somebody else.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: And then then social media becomes a reflection of everybody else. And then that's where we put it into perspective that, oh, OK, I want to be like all these people and all these things that I'm seeing because you don't really sometimes people don't really put themselves Into, you know, it's more of like a fantasy and social media becomes like this, this fantasy life, like this is toxic. This is toxic. They're canceled. They're canceled. It's just Mm. like a game But like, no, Mm. this is the real world. So we need to be having real world conversations and not like throwing all this fake stuff out here. And then all these children are making like fake social media pages. My brother has like a a fake trolling page. And
2: I'm like,
0: what? And so like these celebrities are talking about how they're dealing with all these issues because they got trolls. And then then it's like a kid at home, like just bored saying all this stuff just to make people upset. And it's not not even real. And I don't. And so, yeah, and bringing it all back. It's just a lot that has to change again. It's like a mindset shift. To where social media is just fake.
1: (laughs) A hundred percent. Yeah, I almost went off on a tangent uh, yesterday. uh, Actually, last night I was thinking, I was like, man, like I should really just be like, man, this is just all smoke and we are all being fooled. Like Mm -hmm. we need to stop really given into these lies that social media is feeding us because it's not reality it is not real life and yeah. you know people are like getting to a point where they're like even saying like they're not going to tolerate somebody's insecurities and blah blah blah. and i'm like what like that's just part of life and that's how you mm-hmm. like and if and if, if you're really for this person like you claim yeah. that you are if you really love this person like you claim you are you you will go down to the trench with them and help find a way to lift them up rather than being up there on your pedestal saying you need to get where I am Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know and it's like so discouraging it's like like ill. first off (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I don't really even want to associate myself with you because like that's not the type of person I want to be at the end of the day Uh, but two it's like man like is there any real love out there is there any real compassion is there any real understanding you know, to where I could be vulnerable and I can say, man, I am feeling insecure about this. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause it takes a lot for a man to, mm. to show his himself, his real yeah. self, you know, and then to just be torn apart and, you know, yelled at or, you know, being like, as if you did something wrong, it's just like, what, I just shared my feelings. Like this mm. is, you know, and I'm trying to work it out with you. Yeah, you you can't tolerate it. Like what? What's going on with you? You know, right. what's going on? You know, like what's up with you? You know, right. I thought it was safe. I thought this was a safe place. We yeah, ain't ready but for that, like, I guess.
0: But who taught us? Mm. It's like where do we go to get the teaching? Where do we go to get the healing? Where do we go to get mm. get the facts and the real information that will help us? to actually understand things a little differently. Mm, I mean, mm. I guess you come here.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can come here. You can come yeah. here. I, I think, mean,
0: but seriously, like, it's, like, where do you go? There's, if you're just the average person, you just do exactly what you saw. You don't really go try to find an answer because you don't know that there's a problem because you think the other person is a problem.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Rather blame, put the blame on, your surroundings and other mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And and uh, like, just to be clear, it's not like we're all like you have your, you have your own right, you know, but love lays down the rights. That's one thing that really struck me. I was in this, I was listening to the sermon, tie, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it was, and he was preaching on Hosea and Hosea had, God told Hosea to go marry a prostitute. And God told him, she's going to cheat on you. You're going to continue to love her. You're going to go after her. It's like, what? (laughs) What? You want me to marry a prostitute? And though she's going to do wrong to me, cheat on me? Mm -hmm. You want me to love again? And he's like, yes, I I wanted to show. I want it to be a description of the type of love that I display to my people. And Mm -hmm. and it's like, man, can we really have that? Are we really in a place where we can have that? And I know it's tough because, yeah, we have our rights. We can pick and choose what we want in our life. Mm-hmm. But are are we having a realistic approach to it? That is the main thing. Are you being realistic? Like, are you expecting Jesus Christ to be your man? <laughs> like, which he should. I mean, in re- like, but I'm saying, like, as your significant other, are you expecting that right away, or do you really know that this is a walk right. that needs to be, you know, especially
0: it, at our age,
1: it, you know, like when we come into relationships uh, with somebody, uh, you you got to know that you're going into a relationship with a sinner at the end of the day, period, point blank. No matter how well their Instagram is set up, no matter what they're looking like, they're a sinner Mm -hmm. and you have, and you have to be real, you know, and know that, that man, I'm coming into agreement to be in a relationship with the sinner. And you got to test the fruit. Does this person, is are they striving towards this Christ-likeness? Are they striving towards, you know, the ways of God? Are they allowing God to, to work in their life? And are you doing the same thing?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Growth is a two-way street and it leads right. upward and it leads upward. Think of it as a triangle, two people in a horizontal relationship, striving vertically reaching the ultimate, which is God's great plan. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm. And oneness.
1: Oneness. Yes. Oneness. oh man this This episode is great. hope you guys are being blessed by it. uh I feel like we're already in the topic of toxicity and relationships. I feel like we just yeah. fl- fell through <laughs> uh but go ahead and touch and touch on hostility and toxicity though
0: yeah, I think sometimes we get the two confused and And I think it's really just because we want to just put a label on everything. I mean, yeah, toxic, it looks like a better word to put out there. But in reality, they'll there will always be because, of course, again, we instant gratification is what we're looking for. And we're not really being patient for the things that we want, because, again, because social media has caused us to look at things and want that immediately because we think they got that immediately. Because, again, we don't correlate that these are real people and we don't know what they went through to get there. So in every situation no matter who the family member is or no matter who the friend is or you could be a coworker it could be a business partner there will sometimes be hostile moments or just moments where you're bumping heads, like it's normal to be in confrontation. And that doesn't mean that it's a toxic situation. And being able to realize when when it's actually toxic and a red flag versus Mm -hmm. when it's just like, oh, this is just This is just a situation where we're growing because when it's sometimes hostile, it's really just two people fighting for the same thing. Like, Mm. oh, we both want to be together. Mm. So it is it's a little hostile because we're both passionate about each other. So we're fighting against each other when really we should just be trying to figure out what's happening in this moment. So it gets hostile because we're both passionate. But then you have a toxic situation where you feel like someone is constantly tearing you down or in the relationship, you feel like every time you try to trust them, somehow the trust is broken and, you know, you end up feeling uh, less than a person you know you are belittled and may feel insecure and neglected even you know when when you do feel a way and you're trying to express it but no matter what there will always be some sort of situation that needs to be handled like things are not just perfect like families no matter who it is like even at work you know, there will always be situations that come up because all people are different and we all have different outlooks on life. We all grew up different ways. And that sometimes comes into a relationship. And that doesn't mean that that relationship has to be severed just because we had an issue doesn't mean we can't be um close anymore, doesn't mean I have to cut you off, doesn't mean I have to cancel you out because you made a mistake or because you you just were having a bad day. That doesn't mean that you can't be in my life. I love because it. Because God puts people in our life for different reasons. And mm. God might put, there might be someone in your life that has hurt you and God might use that to somehow allow you to grow. I mean, Sometimes we do have to deal with things so that we can grow. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't always mean that people have to be canceled or that you can't love somebody that that's not this perfect person. Nobody is perfect. We all Mm -hmm. have flaws, Mm -hmm. but it's like. Who, whose flaws are you willing to love? Because either way, you'll have to love this person. That doesn't mean you'll love every single thing that they do. Doesn't mean you have to. And it doesn't mean they'll always be perfect. And it doesn't mean that they won't make mistakes. But I also think there, there's that perspective. And then there's also the perspective of, People who might be stuck in a toxic situation and they might not have control over the situation and then they might be trapped and they might feel like they have no help or like God isn't there or that they have nobody to turn to and... I just I really feel like you shouldn't feel shame like if you are in that type of situation, because normally people always say if you're in a certain situation, you need to leave. Like if you're in an abusive situation, you need to leave. But again, there are different types of abuse and I'm not telling anybody to ever deal with like physical abuse or anything of that nature. But you also if you are in a situation where you feel like you have no control and you're stuck, you do need to pray because you do need to figure out, okay, God, is this something that... I need to stay in or is this something that I need to leave?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: There are even people in the families, you know, you have uh, family members who people are protecting. You have family members who are sick, family members who have their own trauma that they're dealing with. And they're reflecting that on you again, like that doesn't mean to completely give up on them. And yes, it's hard to deal with it, but also praying for them.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's like, when you love somebody, no matter what the situation is, like family can be abusive. Co-workers can be abusive, like mental, emotional abuse. Like that is real as well. And not just speaking from like a physical abuse. Like we don't tolerate the physical abuse and being in that mm-hmm. type of situation. It is like that's a situation where you should get out of and you should, try to walk away, but I also understand that there are people in situations that they can't leave. And so for that person, I want to tell them that God has not left you. He's still moving in you. He will continue to move in you. He will bring you happiness and bring your joy back, Mm -hmm. you know, and it might not make sense now, but it all will someday, as long as you keep holding on to him and Keep holding on to your word because he promised us all the desires of our hearts and being able to trust him even when we are in those situations that we can't control, that where we do feel stuck, all we can do is control what we can control. And some things are out of our control and all we can do is pray. And that's why I'm so happy that we did that prayer episode last week because now you have your word. Mm-hmm. Now you know, God, I know this is toxic because God already knows, remember, and he really just wants us to pray about it. Mm-hmm. He's not looking for like anything else. If you're in a situation, you don't have control, pray. And it's like, keep praying, be consistent mm-hmm. because every everybody's situation is different.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And for those people who are in situations where they can control, you know, and you do feel like there's hostility or might be toxic traits or whatever, I mean, all we can do is control what we can control.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If it's a situation where you've been praying and God hasn't hasn't given you any answers, it's like, okay, have you done everything you can do? Are you praying for them? Are you praying for whatever they need to work on? Are you praying? It's like just making sure you're doing what you can. If you can control it, if you can can make a change that will eliminate the toxicity or if you can't, you know, we can only do what we can and we all can pray. Mm-hmm. We all can pray for for ourselves, for people in our lives, everything that's going on inside of us that might not be of God, everything that's going on in the ones around us, no matter who they are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I did have... The scripture, Proverbs 23, 17 through 18, do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. Amen. And no matter what toxicity you have endured or are enduring, never allow yourself to feel jealous or resentful. Or even desire the power someone else has over you, Mm -hmm. like regardless of what happens, wanting to be that person and wanting to um, have that power its like for what, you know, continue Mm -hmm. to be who you are. Don't change for anybody else, regardless of how they treat you. And then. Remember to stay passionate and focused on God and what he's capable of, because Mm -hmm. no matter what, there's a better future ahead and you can't lose hope because he promised your hope will never be cut
1: off. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I asked you to talk on that hostility (laughs) that I needed to hear that. And I hope you guys were blessed by that as well. Thanks so much, Ty.
2: No problem. Yeah.
1: You uh, go ahead and lead us out then. What's our journal assignment?
0: So our last and final and my favorite segment that y'all will actually get um, more on in your emails once you subscribe to our email list. So, it's not
1: your diary dot com.
0: Yes. At it's not your diary dot com. So the one thing I want y'all to do, and this is the first thing, so I. Um, scan the products you use daily into the Think Dirty app and then. I have a few more journalist assignments for y'all, but I'm not going to tell you because you have to subscribe to get the rest.
1: All right. So, yeah, thanks again, guys, uh, listening. And just pray that you guys have been blessed by it and God will continue to do his mighty work in you guys. Um, and if you have any prayer requests, always reach out to us at It's Not Your Diary on Instagram or Twitter or through. Could, could they email us through the website, Ty?
0: Oh, oh yeah. Y'all can email us at... Um, actually- Actually, yeah, go go ahead and just send us an email. There's a section for that too on there. And explore, it's not much on there yet, but it'll be more to come. We have a surprise coming eventually. We've been saying that for a minute now, but y'all will get it eventually. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> And if you learn something this episode, I do want to ask again that you share, I would say share with at least two family members this time and two close friends if you haven't already shared with them or just pick four people to share with. That's all I ask of y'all. And actually, next episode is on grief.
1: Annette, yeah, on next <laughs> episode of It's Not Your Diary.
0: We will be talking about grief in this time that we're in right now. We want to make sure y'all are prepared for everything that's happening. And we know that a lot of um, people around the world have losing loved ones and have been dealing with that. So we want to definitely make sure we... um give y'all some encouragement Mm -hmm. in this time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have lost a loved one and you're still struggling in your grieving process, uh, I'm, I'm sure this, this episode, well, that episode will definitely be a blessing and encouragement to you. Yes. Yes. Yep. 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 But yeah, I I have no more to say. And what about you, Ty?
0: No, I don't have anything else. I just hope everybody is, Staying safe and enjoying time with your family inside. And if you're in a situation where you're not enjoying time with your family inside, God is with you and he knows everything that you're going through. And stay positive in this time, even if it's hard. Mm -hmm. We're here and we're trying to keep everybody uplifted through our Instagram and now through our emails. So, yeah, just... want to make sure y'all have everything y'all need and we're Mm. praying for all of our listeners too
1: for sure for sure yeah guys thank you have a great week
0: have a great week and we will talk to y'all next week
1: later
2: bye